Hello to all you dunks out there and welcome back to another episode of Doinked with myself, Josh and Michaela. We'll be going over week 16 of the NFL season and previewing week 17, which in normal years would be the last week of the season. Yeah. But nope, not 2020. Not, not this 2020. year. It is 2021, I mean. 2021 going into 2022. This weekend is 2022. It's crazy to think that this ah, year is already gone and so 2022 weird. is right around the corner. Week 17 will conclude, uh, week 17 will include... All but one game from 2022. Oh, that's right. Cause because the Monday night game is. Yeah. Monday no. night. No, because Thursday night is not in 2022. Is there a Thursday night game this week? There is not. Actually, you're correct. Yeah, all of every them are game on Sunday is and Monday. All on Sunday and Monday. There's no Thursday night game now. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Wow. 2021 is officially over, bitches. Yeah, the Yay. 2021 um, list of games is complete. Uh, 2022. Uh, is this weekend, as we said, and we're going to jump right back into week 16, recapping the week. Um, wasn't a bad week in terms of our picks, but it was an, an interesting... I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Yeah. I had the best week this week. For Dave one. had the best week. For one. It's 15 and uh, 15. 11 and I was five. about to say, if I went 15 and one... You'd be a god. I'd be in, I'd be in here stripped down, waving myself around in front of everybody. <laughs> Because there's no cameras to catch that shit. <coughs> Yet. Yet. But the Thursday night football game this past week was the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Titans win this game 20-17. to But the Niners looked the most promising in this game at the very beginning of it. Debo Samuel was carrying that team. He went off. But there's only so much that Debo Samuel can do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when you lose a turnover differential 2-0, to mm-hmm. you're not good enough to make it up against a team with... Jonathan Taylor on it. The uh, wrong go- team. Oh, I'm sorry. Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, my God. Which is a team that you should wholehandedly beat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, you're right. And two turnovers just kills you. Yeah. It absolutely kills you. Garoppolo threw this game away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Garoppolo struggled a lot in this game, which we might have an answer as to why he has a fracture and a tear in his right thumb. I'm so sick of hearing about this kid being hurt, though. It's constant. It's every year. Every single year, this guy is out late season, mid to late season with an injury. It's it's something that's plagued his career. All the way back to New England when he got his shot. And mm-hmm. then he got and hurt. He, got he hurt. did something to do his shoulder. And then, and then Jacoby Brissett came in and, and he, played well. And never yeah. to return. And Jacoby Brissett played well enough that another team took a flyer on him when he was a free agent. Mm-hmm. The Patriots just traded Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. They... Mm-hmm. Clearly, Jimmy Garoppolo is damaged goods because he just cannot stay healthy, and that sucks to say about a player. But I mean, the same the thing goes record. with with who everyone says should be just based on stats, the best running back in the entire league, and that's Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, yeah. because 100%. he is exactly that. He is damaged goods. He has not finished a full season. Mm-hmm. But he consistently puts up numbers when he's on the field that people think he's the best running back. He just can't stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Up next, the first of two Christmas Day games, we had the Cleveland Browns taking on the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. As we have been saying, specifically Dave has been saying, this league runs through Lambeau. It's over. At this point, yeah. It is absolutely over. There is no way with their remaining schedule that they don't clinch the number one seed now. Yeah, no. They are facing cupcakes for the rest of the season. 
They get the Lions, I think, week seven, uh, 18, 18. And they get Minnesota this week. And they get Minnesota this week. Yeah, they they are don't going, win out. They are going to demolish Minnesota. But we'll get to those picks later. <laughs> but when you have you know, an MVP caliber quarterback throwing four interceptions in a game, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm calling you I know. <laughs> I know. How is Cleveland ever going to do anything? Didn't he throw those four in like the first half too? Uh, I know he threw. I think he threw three in his first eighteen attempts. Like, and I think the fourth. And I think the fourth one was in the. The fourth one was on their last drive. Was on their last drive. Going to tie it. They gave it away. Yes. Well, not tie it, but going to kick a field goal to take the lead. Yes. How do you? How are you this close in a game with throwing four interceptions? Like they were, they were in this game until the very Mm -hmm. end, and then Baker Mayfield throws it away. I mean. Aaron Rodgers' toe, again, got re-injured. He got stepped on, which kind of hobbled him a little bit later in the game. But, I mean, you're still Aaron frickin' Rodgers. Still throw three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, enough is said Alan Lazard him. went off in this game. And Adams went um, off in this and game. And Devontae Adams went off in this game. Of course, I was playing yeah. against Adams this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, does that knock you out of the playoffs? Oh, I was out. Oh, you were? I, I was out round one, and I lost the, the fifth and sixth place game. But, hey. High round picks next year. I'll take it. I mean, you, it isn't even fair what Aaron Rodgers is able to do when he doesn't have all of his weapons. And then when he does have all of his weapons, he absolutely goes off. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it is ridiculous. You know, Devontae Adams, 10 receptions for 114 yards, two touchdowns. I don't think the rest of the team had 10 receptions. Like, that's just how dominant mm-hmm. Adams was. Mm-hmm. Tay Adams is the... it's. Him and Rodgers, that's the duo Yeah, in Green Bay. That's going to be the Super Bowl champion duo, I mean, that's in my I opinion picked. right now. So. Up next, the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Arizona Cardinals. JT does what JT does yes. in this game. Yeah. <laughs> now we're on the right team. Yeah. I... Which, the Cardinals, James Conner, their number one back was out in this game. Chase Edmonds came in. Played well. Played well. Yeah, he played he did, very well. He did play very well. Just... It... Wentz is doing what Wentz is doing, mm-hmm. which is he's being a very good game manager. Mm-hmm. He's not being asked to go out there and do too much. Mm-hmm. All right, he's making the passes he has to make, and he's turning around and he's handed it off and to I the think, most dangerous running back in the I game. I think that's why he's having so much success in Indianapolis as opposed to Philadelphia. He was having success in Philadelphia. That's not fair. I mean, but he was have he was being asked to do a lot more in Philly because oh. they didn't have the offensive weapons. So you're saying he's not good enough to be by himself on a team. He needs that. No, I'm saying superstar? that he's able to lean on his receivers and his running back. He only really had a running back in Miles Sanders yeah. for his time. And he had Zach Ertz, but Zach Ertz at that point wasn't the all-out receiver. So he didn't have any receivers when he was in Philly? Sure you don't want to remember that? Me Aguilar. Okay, that's one. Eh. I wasn't a huge Aguilar fan when he was in New uh, Okay. So what about Alshon Jeffrey? Again, I he's a great wide receiver, but he's not a star. He's not a stud. If I remember correctly, he made plays in that Super Bowl, so he this did. way you guys would win the Super Bowl. He that made touchdown m- catch. He made multiple catches but in no, the NFC Championship but, game. But he had Shaggy throwing at him, so that's a different story. <laughs> That's Shaggy not... is the best quarterback in this league. You know that, right? <laughs> I get he into... led Chicago to a win this week. You know that? No. Matt Nagy's brass, gigantic balls led them to a victory <laughs> this week. 
And I was saying that when, when we were listening, well, not listen, but watching the game happen on a phone. Um, but in this game, no, you're wrong about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has never had a true talent wide receiver, and he doesn't have one here in Indy either. He's a good quarterback. Thing is, is you have to run the ball with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz succeeds off the play action. Yeah, that's what it is. When you got a running back like Jonathan Taylor, okay, who does nothing all game and then busts the forty-three yard run just because he's Jonathan Taylor can bust the forty-three yard run, like it's just one of those things where the defense has to respect it. So mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is going to continue to be a good quarterback when he's on the field because he's not on the field this week, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. If he had a true stellar number one wide receiver, mm-hmm. we'd be talking about him like we talk about different quarterbacks not named Aaron Rodgers. Because he's in that tier. He's with Matt Stafford, in my opinion. Matt mm-hmm. Stafford just has All these everybody yeah. to throw to. Yeah, that's true. And Matt Stafford had everybody to throw to in his career. Mm-hmm. When he, he had Calvin Johnson. He mm-hmm. had Nate Burleson. He had, he's always had good receivers. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz has had okay receivers. I think Alshon Jeffrey was a great receiver. Uh, that's just my opinion. I don't know. But he also came from Chicago. And in Chicago, he's part of the Twin Towers with Brandon Marshall at one point. I really, you know, if Jay Cutler was ever going to win a Super Bowl, he would have won it with th- that, those two and then Martellus Bennett at tight end. Mm-hmm. He had just gigantic receivers. But Alshon Jeffrey was a was a talented receiver. I, I think so. Burns me every time he shows off that ring, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> up next the first Sunday football game we had the Detroit Lions taking on the Atlanta Falcons we were all on that Damn Detroit you, train Angela. and no. we fell actually we can't we can't blame Angela because she wasn't on the field this was just I don't I don't even know what to say because Detroit played well they only gave up 254 yards of total offense they held they held the Falcons to 47 yards on, on the ground like what's there to say he threw the interception they, late. That interception ended the game. Mm-hmm. They, they they didn't convert possessions into touchdowns. That's mm-hmm. the real difference here. They kicked three field goals in this game when I think I think on some of those field goal drives they were inside the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit's first field goal, they were in the red zone. Detroit's uh do, 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 nope, that's Atlanta's field goal. Atlanta field goal. Detroit field goal inside the red zone. Mm-hmm. Detroit field goal inside the red zone. You cannot win games if you're driving into the 20-yard line and then kicking field goals. It it just you doesn't. Gotta it, you got to con- you convert one of those into a touchdown, and we have a tie game at the end of the game. And if you convert two of those into a touchdown, you're winning. You the win game. the football mm-hmm. game. So, got to punch it into the end zone. Mm-hmm. You just have to. Up next, speaking of a team that punches it into Oof. the end zone, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely demolished the Carolina Panthers, 32 to six in this game. The Tampa Bay Gronkineers. The Tampa, Tampa Brady Gronkineers. <laughs> um, this wasn't I mean, fair. It, it's not fair. It's Tom Brady against Cam Newton. Did you hear about the crowd, though? It was Cam Newton and Darnold. Darnold played, too. Oh, they put Darnold in? Yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. Darnold had... they, they When I saw Cam Tampa Newton. up that much, I was like, eh, this doesn't, game. This yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> did, did you hear what the Carolina crowd was chanting? What? Fire rule. Well, yeah. Well, Matt rules out. Yeah, That's not fair. The guy has a plan... I hate that about the NFL. I hate that turnover. Like Urban Meyer was out after eleven games, 
But he 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 well, was checked out. He was checked out way before. The Panthers had a promising team at the beginning of the they season. They did. And, and then and then they I don't know what it was. Well, fell off. Well, their yeah, their run defense fell apart. Uh, Chris, there's yeah. still there's still a top 5 pass defense mm-hmm. in the NFL right now, okay? Their run defense fell apart. They lost Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey. For, for such a long period of time. Darnold. Donald fell off once he lost Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of firing rule after this year. I understand that the, the, the wins just haven't been there. Mm-hmm. I, I get that, okay? Firing rule is different than firing Nagy, in my opinion, okay? Matt Nagy has a track record. Matt Nagy has now, I think, four seasons? I think he's been head coach for four seasons. Awesome first season. Fell the second season, made the playoffs last year, and whatever this season has become. So he has four years to institute what he was putting in as, I'm this offensive genius, I'm going to institute this offense, then why hasn't your team ranked higher than 24th in the offense? Okay? Mm-hmm. Rule something completely different. Rule came in, and he's I believe he's more of a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've instituted a pretty good defensive scheme. Okay, they're getting run over right now. But. but you're dealing with injuries. You're dealing with not being able to run the clock yourself because you can't run the ball, and you're putting yeah. it in Cam Newton's hands and Sam Donald's hands, and they're throwing the ball all over the place, and all they're doing is throwing it to the other team to put your defense back on the field on short field, on short rest. It's just going just gonna to continue to get run up that way. Yeah. I I know it's not going to happen. Rules should get another season. Rules should get another chance with the full roster mm-hmm. to try to move forward, to try to show exactly what the Carolina Panthers can be in mm-hmm. his scheme. I mean, the second he loses Christian McCaffrey next year, you know it's over. Yeah, so, so they should probably mm-hmm. look to get a second runner back. Yeah. What's Christian McCaffrey's um, contract? I think he still has two years on it. Really? Yeah, I, this is definitely, he's not in a contract year. Yeah. I know that 100%. No, he's not in a contract year at all. I know he's still got, I is think he's he still on the on, trading block at no, all? No, he's not. Mm. Tra- no one's going to. One, th- that much damage, I don't think anyone's going to even entertain taking him. But two, Carolina's not going to dump him. They see the talent. They just have to figure they out They see the how talent, but him. they don't see it as a red flag. Well, I mean, maybe to a point you have to. Yeah, you have to, and you have to recognize that this guy could be your could be the running back leader if he's not hurt. That's yeah. the big if. But yeah. how many teams win championships with or without a running back? Not many. Yeah. It's all about the quarterback play. They need to get a quarterback. They yeah. need to. And they thought they had it with Sam Donald. Okay, whatever. That's not happening. Yeah. But Sam Donald did show pro- Cam I don't think Cam Newton's the answer. No, Cam no, Newton's God, not no. the answer. Five years ago, six years ago, Cam Newton was the answer. Now, he's not the answer. Sam, Sam Donald could be the answer. He really could be, but he needs so much help around him. Yeah. Where do they go with this, then? Oh. Do they go in the draft, or do they go after somebody that's currently... Uh... They're going to have to go after some type of free agent, because I don't Maybe think they... Maybe try to get... Russell Wilson, maybe, but I think a lot of other teams will attract him before he goes to Carolina. Yeah. Especially with an unstable coaching situation. It, yeah. It'll be very hard for him to be lured to Carolina. Um, I don't know. I don't know where they go. Because do they? I don't even think they have a first-round pick. I don't think so. I think they traded it away. Yeah. So it's tough. It's really tough. Um, I know I'm on this bandwagon, but Mitch Trubisky makes a lot of sense to me. Maybe. He's a young guy who needs a restart, a mm-hmm. refresh. He's a smart quarterback. He could be a starter there. He would he's, be the he's not gonna ju- Because in Buffalo, he's sitting behind Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen. That's yes. not a question. That's not changing. Even even with the, the, the little bit of struggle that the Josh Bills Allen had, had this yeah. year, 
he is the starting quarterback yeah, for Buffalo. Yeah. That's that's without a doubt. They're going to win the division. Yep. Um, they'll probably win the first round game, whomever they have to play. They'll probably make it to at least the divisionals. Yeah. He's their their guy in Buffalo. Trubisky, I don't know how long they signed him for. One year. One year. So he'll be he'll be on agent. the chopping block. Yeah, he's a free he'll, agent. He'll find himself somewhere else as a starter, probably. Yeah. I, I would I I would say Carolina is a good landing spot for him. That'd Carolina, be a good spot for him. Carolina they have good wide receivers. They, they do have, have good wide receivers. Anderson. Robbie Anderson, yeah. I mean, um, we'll get to another team, and I won't spoil anything. But when we get to another team, I'll mention Trubisky again because I think he'd be a better fit in another team. I think he's a good fit in Carolina, but I think he's a better fit somewhere else. Okay. Well, let's move on to the battle of the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. They've picked the Bengals in this game, and they showed yeah. out. They showed they off showed their off. chimera. Yes, the chimera we talked about seven weeks back. Yeah. Finally reawoken. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, now, um, I understand Chase. Huntley wasn't playing. They're on the third string They're quarterback. The third string uh, quarterback. And he didn't, Joseph Johnson or yeah, something like that? Yeah, he, he played very well. He had over 300 yards, two touchdowns. He did have a pick. But yeah, but... He performed I mean, very well. But then look at the rushing attack without either Huntley yeah. or Jackson being in there. Your leading rusher had yeah, 17, 17 yards. yards. Devontae Freeman had 17 39 yards. 39 yards total. That is... That's you appalling. Can't, that's nothing. That's, that's, appalling. that's appalling. They definitely took advantage of a depleted offense, which... You should in this situation, especially in your division. All I'm saying is Joe Burrow is the offensive player of the week. Anybody who wants to argue that is dumb because 525 yards, yeah. yards of offense, mm-hmm. 11.4 yards per attempt. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions. <laughs> like, he seriously. Only, he, he only had nine incomplete passes. Yep. 525 on 37 completions. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. He had a sixty. He had a fifty-two yard pass, another fifty-two yard pass, and then a sixty-eight yard pass. Yeah, that's three passes of over fifty yards in a single game. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That speaks to three different receivers. That speaks more to the Baltimore. And he's he's throwing to Higgins, Boyd, and Chase. They all went off. Higgins had one hundred and ninety-four yards of offense, and Chase had one hundred and two touchdowns. Oh my. Goodness, man. Boyd had a touchdown. Mixon had a touchdown receiving. I think Joe Mixon had a rushing touchdown as well. Yep, yep. Mixon had a rushing touchdown. This like, game, this was just like, this game was run through Cincinnati. This was yeah. like playing Madden. It, it really yeah, was. It, it, it is was just so bad. Like just beating up shitty AI is what this was. And we were looking up the stats before. I didn't realize Baltimore was the number thirty-two passing defense. But now it makes sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. But yeah. yeah, Burrow's my offensive player of the week. I don't know. I think everyone's offensive player of the week should honestly come out of this game. I mean, you it's got Joe Burrow, Burrow at five twenty-five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got T. Higgins at one hundred and ninety-four yards receiving, sixteen point two yards per clip every time he touched the ball. Mm-hmm. Like that's ridiculous. It's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is my offensive player of the week. <sighs> Crazy. Oh, T. Boyd, 68-yard long, 85 yards total, 68 of them on one play. Like I got another player, but he was very good. I will not okay. do that. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm interested to hear yours. Up next, the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Houston Texans in Houston. Every week we have one. This week we had two. But every week we have one where this, we're all This game, certain. man. All certain. There's no way. There's no. Houston. Of course. Of course. There's no way. Uh, Mills. Houston. What this David Mills we man. All... What was the other one we were all on? Weren't we all on the Pats? Yeah. We were Every all... one of us yeah, was on the Pats. Yeah, we were. We Fuckers. were. I mean, Anyways. you're not going to win many games when you lose a turnover ratio three to zero. 
Yeah. But you're playing the fucking Texans. Did you see Rex Burkhead, former Patriot? 22 carries, 149 yards, two touchdowns. <sighs> Hebert with the pick six, threw the pick six um, late in the game that basically sealed it. I have to. Houston scored 24 points in the fourth quarter. Has How? Houston scored 24 points in any other game this year? <laughs> I have to. That inter- is a genuine question. I'm going to check I, that right now. I have to interrupt real quick. Okay. I just got breaking news on my phone. Okay. Okay. Legendary Hall of Fame football coach and broadcaster John Madden has passed away. Wow. Oh Announced today by the NFL. They're just they're coming out with a documentary about he him. Ju- very it soon. just came out on Christmas Day. Oh my god, that is so sad. That's insanity. Wow. Well, well at least well, he's, he's 85 years old, so it's, it's I mean, hopefully I, he's in a better place, but that's sad. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, from one sad note to the other, let's move back to this Texans game. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. I'm just looking up something real quick about the Texans. Okay. So we are we are how many weeks into the season? We're 16, 16 weeks in. 16 weeks. They've only scored 248 points. They scored 24 points in the fourth quarter of this game. They scored 10% of their points in oh one quarter. God. Against the Chargers. Against the Chargers, who now are officially can't win the AFC West. Well, their rushing defense is horrible, so it does make sense in this game that they gave up, but at the same time, it's 41 points to the Texans. Like, oh my goodness. And they're they're competing for a playoff spot. Yeah. I don't know if this this completely gets them out of it. I'm not sure. I know last time I saw it, they were- I don't know what the records are sitting at right now. They were in the wild card, but I don't know if that was before or after this loss. Okay, let's see what we got going on here for the conference. So we're going to go AFC. So you got the Chargers. Well, so right now, if the playoffs started, Mm -hmm. Chiefs, Titans, Bengals, Bills, Colts, Patriots, Dolphins are in, Chargers are out. Wow. Wow. Three teams from the AFC East are in the playoffs. Right If the season ended today. Yep. The Dolphins would face the Titans, the Bengals would face the Patriots, and the Colts would face the Bills. That's Those are sounds like good games, honestly. Oh, no. I'm wrong. Oh, no. Sorry. What? Let me fa- fix that. Oh, no. I was right. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Colts yeah. face the Bills. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Those would be good games. New England has to play Cincy. Yeah. That'd be a really good game. It would be. What about the uh, NFC? So, I'm just curious. In the NFC right now, Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks are your division leaders. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, 49ers, and Eagles are in the playoffs. So the Eagles have to play the boys. Yep. The Niners have to play the Rams. Yep. Cards have to play the Bucks. Yep. Only one of those wildcard teams wins. Cardinals beat the Buccaneers. Really? Yeah. After how the Cardinals played against Indy, how the Buccaneers against, win that game. How they played against uh, Detroit? Nope. Cardinals beat them. I think the I think the Buccaneers are the most uh, the most suspect team right now in the entire NFC. No, Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia does not belong in there. Philadelphia can run the ball. We have no. We have Le'Veon. Well, we do. Brady has Le'Veon Bell, who is about to retire and go play and go box for fuck's sake. Le'Veon Bell, Philly, yeah, oh yeah, Philly can run the ball. The only problem is where's Philly, where's uh, Dallas's rush defense. It doesn't set. matter. Dallas Dallas is gonna run over them. Oh yeah, Dallas is just gonna, Dallas might run over everybody except for Green Bay. That'll be the NFC Championship game, most likely. Most likely, if not the Rams, depends on Dallas versus the Rams, but mm-hmm. not. Cardinals over Bucks. That's that's my thought on that. That's that's if if standing right. stayed Stay how the they, way they are. Yeah. Stay okay. the way that they are. All right. Well, speaking of the Rams and the Vikings, 
Rams beat the Vikings t- thirty to twenty three. Still in your head, Kirk. <laughs> We're all in his ca- head this week. I'm not watching him shirtless this week. I'm in his head. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wrong. I know. Yeah, implying that you've watched him shirtless yeah. before. Well, y'all accused me of it, so I might as well run with now it. Now you're confirming it. Yeah. I haven't. You could have just denied. <laughs> I'll be completely <laughs> honest with you. I haven't. Oh well, okay. uh, it's out there right. in the ether. Check my YouTube fucking history. No, it's on you, point. Boy, man. no, <laughs> no, God, no, gross, gross. And well, all right, we want to talk about losing a turnover battle and still winning a game. That's how much the Vikings suck. Three the, interceptions. Yeah, yeah. The by Vi- uh, Stafford. Stafford threw Stafford. three picks, and, and the Rams still won this game. Still won this game because the Vikings suck. They had perfect split possession, uh, possession though. Yeah. What? Isn't that that game? 30 minutes possession each? Oh my god, they did. Split perfect time <laughs> of possession. Perfect time of possession right there. Man, and the Vikings, like, the Vikings out threw them. Mm-hmm. They didn't Won the, the turnover ball. battle, but couldn't convert on third down and couldn't run the ball for shit. When you have Dalvin Cook sitting right there. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing with your life? Well, Dalvin Cook wasn't playing. Oh, he wasn't? Oh, yeah, he was out with COVID. That's right. That's right. Cook wasn't um, playing. Because, you know, Kirk Cousins doesn't have a safety blanket to turn around and hand the ball off to. That's true. Uh, I just... Can they get so- Jonathan Taylor on loan? <laughs> Wait, this isn't the this isn't soccer. Sony Michelle tore it up. Another pa- former Patriot. He did. Tore it up this week. 131 yards rushing. Like One touchdown. Good old Minnesota. Way to play themselves out of a playoff position. Oh, yeah. Because well, now, they're, now they're behind the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I know that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, speaking of embarrassing, the Buffalo Bills going into New England and beating the Patriots 33-21. to When was the last time the Patriots lost two divisional games at home? This was a disappointing game. Um, I mean, we were all we were watching the very end of it, and we saw the end. And once he threw that last interception to uh, Micah Hyde, it was just... So, this game... Proved the kinks in New England's armor, i.e. their defense. Also their offense as well. I'm not putting this on the defense. They well, they the, don't they, have a star-studded offense. Well, they turned the ball over twice. Okay. They turned the ball over twice, and the big thing about the defense... How many yards did Diggs put up this game? Stefan? Um, he, actually, that goes into my uh, Offensive Player of the Week. I know it sounds weird, but it's the Bills' um, wide receiver... McKenzie, he had a oh, career Isaiah McKenzie. day. Yeah. He had a career day, 11 receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown. He went off. Yeah, Stefan Diggs only had 85 yards. It wasn't anything spe- spectacular. But the thing about this game was the Bills had, was it six drives of either nine plays or longer and 60 yards yeah. or longer? They were just sustaining they drives. stretched out and they they converted on fourth down. Yes. What was the split time of possession in that game? Uh, I'm curious. Going to be way in the favor of the Bills. Way in the favor of the Bills, I think. Yeah, 35 minutes, 9 seconds to 24 minutes, 51 seconds. Yeah. No. That's a big differential. Mm-hmm. That's a huge. So essentially, the Bills had the ball a quarter more than the Patriots. A full, Almost a full quarter more than yeah. the Patriots did. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of time to be losing. And like you said, just constant conversions. Six of 12 on third down. Three of four on fourth down. I mean, the Patriots, the Patriots were five for six on fourth down, but one for 10 and, on third. And then uh, the Bills were 50% on third down and three for four on fourth down. Yeah. 
And then you had the turnover differential. No mistakes by yeah. Josh Allen. Two mistakes by the Patriots. And he always runs against us. He's he's a big dude. Oh, he's a massive. And that fourth guy. down that he had on their last drive yeah. to yeah, end that, it that to essentially put it away. That he did. I saw that coming from a Josh mile away. Massive. He is a big dude. What is he like? Six 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 seven. Yeah, he's huge. I would not want that guy running massive. at me. I'm also very small. But anyways, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know. This well, like you said, obviously when you turn the ball over, you put the defense on the field for 35 minutes. And this just proved Belichick was like, oh, well, since we didn't throw against them in the first game, they'll, they won't know what we're going to do when we see them at home. No, Boy, they did. That didn't. Oh, they did. It didn't do shit. Didn't, didn't help. So. Can you imagine if Buffalo just decided to run the ball with Josh Allen in Buffalo versus trying to be stupid and thrown into the wind that entire time? Mm-hmm. They should have. Like, they should have won the game in, in retrospect, looking at how the game Buffalo, played out. Looking at it now, Buffalo should have swept New England this year. Yeah, because Stefan drops that touchdown in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Like, just so. drops it, hit him right in the hands, and he dropped it. So, But that's why they play the game. And this right here showed the disparage between these two teams. Mm-hmm. It really did. And it's not coaching. This is just who's and on we the went field. From, and we went from first in the whole AFC and the AFC East. To, to sitting next. in the sixth. Yeah. Oof. And it's do not going to get any more fun. Do no. we even want to talk about Jacksonville, New York? Um. Besides the fact that we all picked that game right? No. no. Okay. Okay. There's real what, or the what? fact that the Jets had the two longest plays. <gasps> oh I put yes, that we on do. Story. Yes, you did, I yeah. did put that on the story. They had the they had two of the longest plays of the week. Zach Wilson, and, the um, longest rushing t- yeah. uh, touchdown by a quarterback this year. Yeah, and then Barrios. fifty-four something yards, and then yeah, Barrios with the with the uh, with the kickoff return. Yeah, he was a former Braxton Patriot. Barrios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have Patriots are popping up all over the place today. This is crazy. Do we even want to talk about this game? Uh, Giants Philly, <laughs> hell yeah! This game went into the half three to three, and, and we just woke up in the second exploded. half, exploded. And you know what? I gotta give a lot of prep, a lot of props to my boy Lane Johnson, big man, Got getting his first career yep. touchdown. Texas boys, I don't know if you saw that video on Instagram yeah. of uh, Jalen Hurts rocking the Randall Cunningham jersey. By yep. the way, yeah, looked great in that. Um, but yeah, Texas boys taking care of each other. Um, that was fun. Um, Devontae Smith, king of the toe tap mm-hmm. um, in the NFL right now. He, This kid is impeccable. The amount of sideline catches he has, like you said, with those toe he taps. He had one in he had one with against Washington. He had one against um, New York in this game. And I don't even know what he did, but he's been wearing that arm brace. And it just looks good on him. Like he looks like a bionicle. Like Gronk when he had the big yeah, one on his but, arm. Oh, he had that massive But, but Gronk is huge. Smith is small. He's a small, He's skinny, skinny guy, yeah. And with that whole thing, he looks like Cyborg. I love it. I'm happy. We got two more to win. We got to go. We got to get through New York. Oh, yeah. Or no, we got to get through Washington. Yeah. We got to go to Washington. Then we got to go to uh, go home to play Dallas. Oof. Oof. We got to get at least one of those. I and we need Minnesota to get trampled. Hey. I'm picking Chicago in week 18 because I need Minnesota to be trampled. Minnesota. Judas. Yeah. I'm picking Chicago. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's hindsight. And you're doing it for selfish reasons. I am. Yeah. And I knew, need New Orleans to get trampled too. So. All I'm going to. Wait. Can we go back to this king of the toe tap thing? Yeah. Okay. Who has the best toe tap in NFL history? Oh, why? I can't. Are you 
Is this a trick question? You- uh, it's an opinion question. I have my opinion, but I'm not giving mine until you two give yours. Because I asked the question. That's I how this know, works. I don't know that much about history and stuff like that. Bro. Well, just think about when the, the NFL that you've watched. I'm not looking to go back to the 1970s and look at you know Dave Casper and Lynn Swan and I, all that. The thing stuff. is, I was gonna say Lynn Swan, even though he's he's not in my era. God, I'm trying. Well, to there's remember. there's Randy I mean, Moss. Moss yep. had some good. Yeah, ones. but he didn't really do much on the toe tap. No, side. I know. There's only a the big. He only has a couple, but they were so big because they were like touchdowns and stuff. Didn't Julio Jones have a few really good Julio ones? Julio Jones has the sweetest toe tap. The one in the Super Bowl against us. Yes. I remember How he that one. one hand and then How he it ever down. came down with that ball in the Super Bowl. We'll never understand. He he's so long. He was he's the only person I think of when I think of toe taps. Like just go back and look at his highlight reel of just him on the sideline coming down. See, when I was trying to go back through recent history, I was like the only one I can think of is Julio Jones yeah. cuz he had well, when he was with the Falcons, he was on yeah. fire with Mario his toe Manningham tap. You, with the Giants. You, Especially Manningham had a big one. Um, Santonio Holmes against the, Ooh, against the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yep. That was huge. A lot of people say that's controversial, but I think he caught it. Oh, he definitely caught that ball. He definitely caught that ball. Um, we can always go with Calvin Johnson. Calvin uh, Johnson yeah. always always along the sidelines and stuff. Just for me, Julio Jones. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching a video, and they were going over Julio Jones's numbers, like coming into the league and stuff like that. Like he was the quickest person to eleven thousand yards in NFL history, quickest person to twelve thousand yards in NFL history. Like n- no receiver could match what he did. And he was on bad Falcons teams. The Falcons were only good for I'd say three years max. Five, five. They went to the they went to the playoffs five years in a row under Mike Smith. Oh. And then they dipped, oh. and then they yeah. came back to the Super Bowl and stuff like that. But then, he played on some really he played he played with a really good quarterback, but. He made his quarterback really good too. Yeah, but with some of those with some of those catches. Like, I'm always going to go back to that Super Bowl catch. I still do not understand to this day. Okay, whatever. Twenty eight to three, they they blew the game. Mm-hmm. And it's been the Falcons' mo. Again, if the video, I'll share it with you too. If you want to watch it, it's like six hours long. It's a bunch of different parts, but it goes over the history of the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. and they're cursed with f- for all history of always blowing big leads in playoffs. It's just one of those things. But how he makes that catch. And then you don't just run out the clock. Like, you were given a, a mulligan at that point. Like, you were given the mulligan. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones did everything he could to give you that mulligan. And then you take a holding penalty and a sack. Instead of just running the ball with Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. And he was killing us. And he was ki- killing everybody in that game. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not. you're 100% right about your boy over here with his, uh, his uh, toe-tapping capabilities but i go I, julio jones for me is the one that always pops into my head when yeah, someone talks toe tap i mean smith's only played 15 games in the nfl no, so no, no, he's yeah. still got a long he's career a long, yeah, yeah yeah i'm just when i hear toe tap i always think julio jones that's the first name that pops into my head i'm saying current king of the toe tap in the league is smith oh, okay because, because jones hasn't do, done a ton in tennessee and he's well he's been injured too yeah yeah ever oh. since he went to uh Tennessee he hasn't really done anything, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And they thought he was going to be Ryan Tannehill's safety blanket. Ooh. All right, buddy. Chi-Town. What do I want to talk about? Not really much. I mean, yay, the Bears won. What a fucking waste of a win. Nick Falls. <sighs> Nick Falls. BDNF right there. BDNF, yes. I don't even know what to say. I mean. Well, no. Uh, brass Balls, Matt Nagy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go for a two-point conversion. I'm always going to respect coaches who do that. 
I mean, does I, does I mean, Nagy have any connection at all? No, to Harbaugh. No, no. no he has connections to Andy Reid, who has okay. no balls, because Andy Reid never goes for it, never takes chances. But um, no, I don't even really know what to say about this game, man. I mean, Robert Quinn got another sack, so he's got seventeen on the season. Yeah, isn't uh, he like um, he's he's one away from breaking the Chicago Bears single season record mm-hmm. and, he's and he's second right and he's second in the NFL behind an injured TJ Watt mm-hmm. so, so he could he could easily overtake the he first could spot. easily take overtake the first spot when you think about they're playing the Giants this week mm-hmm. and then they get the Vikings who he's already got two sacks against this year he mm-hmm. could yeah so, yeah, I mean, he could go for breaking Strahan's record. He could go after Strahan's record, which is 22 and a half, but he's going to need some big games. Yeah, I'll have to have. Um, the only thing that disappoints me about this, and I, again, I shouldn't be like disappointed that Chicago won a game. Yeah. But this is a franchise that when Ryan Pace came in as the general manager of the Chicago Bears, he said he was going to draft a quarterback every year until they found their guy. Okay? They drafted Mitchell Trubisky, and they drafted Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields was hurt this week. Why are we playing Nick Foles? Like, why don't we have another young quarterback who we could see what they have on our roster? Yeah. Another guy that you can kind of groom, like New England has done. Like, New England had Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. And all the years that they had Brady, yeah, they still went out and drafted other guys or or traded or picked up in free agency younger talent. Mm-hmm. So this way they could at least evaluate other players. Nick Foles the, is ancient. Nick Foles yeah. is ancient. Um... Andy Dalton's ancient. Ancient. You, you have these two tackles that you drafted in Borum and in Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins. Why aren't they both starting? You have Jermaine Effetti starting at right tackle. Why? Why isn't Borum starting out there? That makes no sense. What, because Effetti used to be a, a Seahawk and you want to put him out there to play against his old team? You make him a team captain? Same thing with Bruce Irvin, a guy you just picked up off of a practice squad. You made him a team captain this week. What, because he's a former Seahawk? Like, it's stupid childish childish things like that that piss me off about what the Chicago Bears are doing right now. No. Like, the best thing that, that, that could have happened coming out of this is I could have gotten something coming across my phone saying that Matt Nagy's been relieved of his duties, but he's going to continue to coach through the rest of the 2021 season, and the Bears are in the process of hunting for, for their head coach. Mm-hmm. Which, I know I'm always Mr. Hot Take on here, and I'm Mr. Controversial. Lovey Smith should come back as a Chicago Bears head coach. Period. Chicago should not search for anybody else. They should put their tail between their legs, admit that they were wrong when they fired Lovey Smith after a 10 and 6 season, mm-hmm. and bring him back into the fold in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about changing the team's culture? That would change the team's culture immediately. Because unlike what Mark Trestman did when he came in and Brian Arlacca left and there was no real team captain and Mark Trestman's like, okay, you're team captain this week and then you can be team captain next week and you can be team captain after that. And then they did the same thing when Matt Nagy came in. When Matt Nagy just lets anybody be team captain, Lovey Smith knew who the heart and soul of his team was. Mm -hmm. It was Brian Arlacca. It was Olin Krutz. Those guys were team captains. When people were misbehaving, they took care of it. It never got to the coach's desk. Bill Belichick says that all the time. He always says, if it gets to my desk, then there's a problem. Yeah. I have team captains in place for a reason. They handle that shit. Bring back Lovey Smith. Bring him back. In your opinion, <clears throat> Dave, because you're saying that right now in Matt Nagy's Chicago Bears, they just pick whomever. Yeah. Who is the heart and soul of this team? Who should They be? don't have one. When your rookie offensive tackle is fighting five players last week because his quarterback got hit late, and another offensive tackle pulls him away and tells him he's wrong, you don't have anybody on your team right now. Not a single fucking spine on that team. 
I'm sorry. They've got great talent. Yeah. They've but got, no one's really. They don't have anybody who is really willing to step up and be a leader on that team, which yeah. sucks so much because you have such great talent. Is Akeem Hicks that person? Yes. When he's on the field and he's healthy, he's that person. Mm-hmm. Okay. He gets the team going. He gets the crowd going. He is that person. But he doesn't have the captain C every week. Mm-hmm. So how's the team supposed to respond to someone like him if he doesn't have the C on his chest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though, yeah, sure, he's the he, he's the heartbeat. See, I would say it's Akeem Hicks and Robert Quinn. See, I I don't know if I can go with Robert Quinn though. Like he's only been on the team for two years. I think in order to be a team captain, like you're somebody who has to be there for some time. You know what I'm saying? And the Bears have completely overhauled that team. Like there's no more Kyle Fuller. I would have said Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Kyle Fuller mm-hmm. was unbelievable. Okay. Um. You know, you trade for Khalil Mack, but I don't think you can call Khalil Mack a team captain. He's a great player. I don't think he has a personality for it. And Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Akeem Hicks has been with the team for a while now. Yeah. I think Akeem Hicks definitely fits that mold. You know what I'm saying? Um, but there's no real... You, you bring in all these veterans, and none of them have any spine. Jermaine Effetti, no spine. The guy pulls Jenkins off of a fight. Why aren't you... F- You're wearing the same colors as the guy. Why aren't you fighting with, with the guy? Yeah. Maybe when you get to the sidelines... Say something to him. Like, dude, that's a stupid fucking penalty. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. But fight with him on the field. Yeah. Don't fight against him. Mm-hmm. You you would you never see a Belichick team that happens. Never. No. If there's a fight, Hightower's there helping. Everyone. Ben Noy's yeah. there. Yes. Slater. Everybody. Yeah. It just doesn't seem that way with Chicago. Doesn't seem that way. Well, maybe if they get a good coach, if they bring Levy Smith back, bring, they can bring that culture back. Oh my God, bring back Levy Smith. Just bring them back. Chicago needs culture. That's what yeah. they need. They right do. Now. They do. They most certainly need culture. And they, they need to just continue to pound the rock with David Montgomery. Up next, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. We all had the Berg in this game. We thought, the oh, three yeah. of us did. TJ Watt. You know, he's going to lead this team. He's going to knock Kansas City on their ass. Well, that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> us watching this game. Sa- just I'm sad disgust. Grandpa Roethlisberger. I'm sorry. God. I'm so sorry. I converted both of you guys into this game. This game was so sad, Grandpa. I was on bad. Kansas City and I changed live yeah. into this. Yeah, because I said TJ Watt. So wait a minute. And is we it, T- is it TJ Kelsey. Watt shirtless that gets you all hot no. and bothered? Okay, I just want to make sure. Kirk Cousins would be very upset. <laughs> Josh is just like <laughs> daggers. No, but hundred percent right, man. This is. Um, I think this game for yeah, me proved. I've, Roethlisberger is old. One, but also I feel like past win, past Casey wins, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. They won, but whatever. But this game, because there was TJ Watt, but then also I was like, wow, Travis Kelsey out with COVID. But with they- Tyree Kill stepped up. Tyree Kill stepped up, and I was like, and Travis Kelsey is that safety blanket. But this proved that they don't need one of their three-headed monsters on offense Edmund to Edmund Hilaire win. stepped up, too. Exactly. Or so, um, Clyde uh, yeah. uh, Edwards Hilaire. The yeah. three, yeah, the three names. But I think this game for me was a real eye opener. It was like, wow, like yeah, they've had wins in the past, but this win with a key offensive player out really was just like they just killed them offensively and defensively. They just went off. Yeah, on Pittsburgh. It, it was just ugly when you have to pull your starting quarterback when you have to yeah. sit Roethlisberger. Yeah, and you put, put in Mason Rudolph, Duck Rudolph. No, I'm thinking <laughs> Duck Hodges. Yeah, um, doesn't wrong, matter. Wrong, uh, wrong Pittsburgh. It's just starting quarterback. Um, yeah, that was... It was bad. It was bad, yeah. It was bad. The fumbles, like the, the fumbles fumble, that they had. What where was Roethlisberger that? was standing up straight and the, he fumbled and he just turned around and was like... 
Well, what about the receiver? The was it the receiver or the running back who caught the ball and then dropped oh, it? When just he, dropped yeah. it, just right out of his hand, like whoopsie. Yeah, that was. Oh man, this team needs a culture change. Like Tomlin, like you said, if it if it ever went up to Belichick, there's a problem. It doesn't need to get to Tomlin. He can see it right there, and he's still not doing anything about it. Yeah, it's because he's got his guys doing the the gritty on the after a first down. Uh, they're uh, they're down twenty three to nothing, and he, he he the guy the uh, CB gets a pass deflection or whatever, and he's like, Err. it's like, boy, you are down twenty three to nothing, zero. What are you doing? This is also a team that needs a culture change. Whether it's getting not getting rid of Tomlin because he's a great coach, or they just, won't get rid of Tomlin. It's just they need be... something to change. Maybe get re- Roethlisberger's going to be retiring. Maybe bring in a a different leader, someone who has who's See, not an asshole. The thing is, anybody they bring in right now, if they bring in a leader right now, it's going to be for a year or two, and then they're going to be back at square one. True. They need. I don't think they'll be back at square one. They have a talented enough defense. They really do. And they have some good offensive players. No, I know. I know they're getting old at certain positions yeah. in defense. And their but offensive like, line is. But Cam Hayward is still really good. Yeah. Okay. They T.J. Have, Watt. They have Hayden. Fin- yeah. Um, Joe Hayden. Make a Fitzpatrick. They have a good defense. Yeah. I think they need to. I think what they need to do is they got a good running back in Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Rely on him. Bring in a quarterback who can utilize a dangerous weapon like Harris. Build the defense so this way that the defense can be that true dominating force mm-hmm. that it's meant to be. Yeah. Like those scary Pittsburgh defenses of, of old. James Harrison and Troy Polamalu. Or even if you want to go back to Kevin Green and, and um, Rod Woodson. Mm-hmm. You want to go back to those teams. You want to scare people. Because they don't they don't Right scare now they anyone. don't scare yeah. anybody. And I mean they have some dangerous players on the team. They just... For whatever reason, it just feels like you get too many guys dancing on TikTok and stuff like that versus actually being NFL players. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's just one of those things that needs to just be fixed. Yeah. Up next, a very hard-fought football game between the Denver Broncos and the Vegas Raiders in this game. Raiders win this 17-13. to It's a very hard-fought game in this game. Can can I get Derek Carr in Chicago? (laughs) Trade Justin Fields for Derek Carr. Straight up. Give it to me. Derek Carr's a great quarterback. He proves it week after week. Yeah, I'll give you that. Through all the turmoil that that kid's been through this year, think about all the shit he's went through this year. He's lost one of his wide receivers to a car accident. Mm -hmm. He's lost his head coach to racism. Like, week Mm -hmm. in and week out, he just continues to show up. I think he's top, he's got to be top five in passing yards, right? He was, as far as I know. Let's see. We can check the stats. You guys keep talking, and I'll find it. I, I'm just... He's third. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> third in passing yards. Yeah. He is a solid quarterback struggling in his franchise. Yeah. He needs a change of scenery. He needs a change of scenery. He does. He does. Get out of Vegas. I could see him in Chicago Blue. I mean, they had the chance. They could have traded for him and Khalil Mack at the same time. I mean, with everything they gave up for Khalil Mack, why not just ask for Derek Carr in that ta- at they that time would've. as well? They probably yeah. would have given him up. Yeah. Because when that happened, um, Gruden wasn't a big fan of Carr. No, he wasn't. So you could have gotten Carr at that time. And you wouldn't be worrying about this whole Justin Fields thing. You'd have a top a top five passer on your team right now mm-hmm. that you've probably been building around for the last couple of years. And maybe Matt Nagy wouldn't be such an idiot We'd be, you know, harking about how such great offensive genius he is because he's got a quarterback who's actually making him look good. Oh, 
But the Broncos um, really miss Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah, they, they do. They did not look good without. And Drew Locke is definitely not the answer. No. God, no. Definitely not the answer. Up next, oh, Sunday night football. The wow. Washington football team bringing their benches to AT&T Stadium and getting beat to shit 42-7 to in the first half. I thought this was going to go. I thought Dallas was going to get to 60 points. I really did. 56 to 14. There was a blocked punt touchdown, a pick six, and there were, I believe, God, I got to go back to the stats, but I don't, I can't even remember everybody who scored a touchdown in this game. Okay. So we're going to go over this real quick. All right. First of all, Dak Prescott didn't even throw every touchdown in this game because they brought in the backup quarterback and he threw a touchdown. Okay, that's one. Cooper Rush, okay. two for three, 70 so, yards and one touchdown. So Ezekiel Elliott had a rushing touchdown. Amari Cooper had a receiving touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott had a receiving touchdown. Uh, Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Dalton Malik Schultz. Turner. Malik Turner. And Terrence Steele. All had touchdowns. I believe that's their right tackle. Yeah, 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 one of their tackles had Their it, yeah. right tackle, Terrence Steele. I sent that to my wife, yeah. to my fiance Meredith. And I was like, that's your last name. I would be okay if you got that jersey now because big man <laughs> touchdowns. I approve of big man touchdowns. You'd let her wear a Cowboys jersey. Yes. Wow. She's told me she wants to go see a Cowboys-Eagles game at AT&T before Lincoln Financial because but, she's obsessed with the Cowboys cheerleaders. But you'd let right. her wear a Cowboys jersey? I let her wear a Patriots jersey. That's fine. We live in New England. You are an Eagles fan. I know. I'm going to tell you something right now. If I went on a date with somebody and they showed up either wearing purple or green, I'm out. What about Lions Blue? Lions Blue's fine. They suck. No offense, <laughs> Angela. That's fine. No you threat. I, mean? I have I have I have a lot of respect for a team that struggles because I live as a team that struggles. Vikings purple and Green Bay green. Deuces. Really? Deuces. Don't wear purple and don't wear green if you're coming out with Dave Andrade. Simple right. as that. It's out there in the universe. It's out there in the universe. I know. Thankfully, what... that's not my wedding colors, so you're good. No, We're not I, having a Hulk wedding. I don't <laughs> own a single article of purple clothing. Not one. Oh, I, I own I own green clothing because I'm an Oakland I'm an Oakland A's fan. I have my Oakland A's hats. Okay. I own zero purple. Own plenty orange. So, plenty of blue. Sorry, Mr. Gengar. Okay. I'm sorry. But no fucking way would my fiance, girlfriend, wife, daughter, niece, nephew, son, nobody would ever wear Vikings purple around me. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> Every gift we get their kids from now. His kids 100%. From now percent we are getting the Vikings hats, <laughs> yeah. Packers hats. Yeah. Oh, Packers is easy. I just convert that to an A. And we call oh, it an Oakland A's hat. Ingenuity. Vikings purple. Dude, you are an Eagles fan. Yeah. She should never wear Cowboys colors. Never. Like, that should be the top. Like, No, for me, it's the Giants. What? What? Yeah. The Giants? Yeah. The Giants? Yeah. I hate the Giants. Wow. Growing up a New England Patriots fan, I also hate the Giants from that. Oh, man. I get it, but the Cowboys? The Cowboys are just a hated team in general. Yeah, if you're not a Cowboys fan... You hate the, the Cowboys. I can respect a big man, though. Being a big man There's myself. There's a difference between respecting the player. And letting your wife wear the jersey. Yeah. 
Just have her wear a random T-shirt and put the name on the back. Yeah, just, just <laughs> buy her an Eagles jersey and customize it and put yeah. the name Steel on the back. It doesn't have to be the guy from the Cowboys. She'd wear the Cowboys jersey over the Eagles jersey. That's so a whole other issue. So get her a Patriots jersey that says Steel on the back. Like, call the Eagles and have them trade for this guy. Don't let her wear I'd a love, Cowboys I'd love jersey. Terrence Steele on the Eagles. Jesus. Oh, my God. Give him but, more touchdowns. Uh, but back to touchdowns, uh, Lawrence had a touchdown. Yep. Marcus Lawrence on the interception the, return. And then that block punt for then a the touchdown. Then the block punt for a touchdown. Like, everybody scored for the Cowboys in this they game. They were just all eaten. It was so bad. Trayvon Diggs, another, another. interception. He's, he has 11, and the record is 14. 14 by uh, uh, Night Train Lane for yeah. the Detroit Lions. So he, like a lot of other players, in order to beat a record, he has to have some really good games coming up. But yep. there is a possibility. There, oh, there's so. a huge possibility. I mean, if people are going to continue to throw at him, there is a huge possibility. So, um, but I'm, I'm, we have to get off this game because let, I no, can't, I let, can't. let's be real. There is a huge possibility because they're playing Arizona. Okay, and then they're playing Philly. So. Yeah, but Philly runs the ball so much. Like they can they're almost, smart, they can almost just run the ball in that yeah. game. You know what I'm saying? Arizona, he's gonna he's gonna go one on one against either AJ Green or DeAndre Hopkins. I think Hopkins is out for the rest of the year. Is Hopkins out for the rest of the year? I think so. So he's going one on one. Even he's going one on one against AJ Green. He's superior to AJ Green. Oh, easily. Yeah. So if Murray's gonna take chances, I mean. If he, There's he, a chance that Diggs is going to at least yeah, get one, unless they just completely avoid his side yeah, of the field, yeah, or exactly. wherever he is. But I think the thing is, is I think Diggs can basically go wherever. And I mean, yeah. if if Diggs ends up going one on one with somebody in Philly, it's going to be Smith. Yeah, yeah. It will. And Smith is still, I mean, Diggs is second year, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But they're still technically both rookies because Diggs didn't play last year. He didn't play much last year, no. I hate to say it. I think Diggs could get one up on Smith. He could. Of course he yeah. could. He's physical. Yeah, of course he's he very could. physical. And I mean Smith is quick. But he's he's not he's, th- he's not that guy. Yeah, he's he, not yet. Not hopefully, yet. Hopefully, yeah. Yes. Not yet. Yeah. You could hope for it, but not it's yet. It's a muscle on him. Monday night football, the Miami Dolphins taking on the New Orleans Saints. The Dolphins win this game twenty to three. My defensive player of the week is Jerome Baker. Five tackles, one assist, one and a half sacks, two tackles for loss. That's a good stat line. Yeah. I mean, I, I would just go with the whole Miami defense just because. Uh, yes. I mean. Yeah, they went. Two they interceptions, eight sacks in this game. That's crazy. That is crazy. The Saints had negative two yards in the first quarter. Negative two yards of offense. All right. Can we wow. not go? Come on. We went to a Chicago Bears-Philadelphia Eagles game where it was worse than that. But this is the least in Sean Payton's history. Okay. It was the least at that point for Matt Nagy. I mean, he did top it a couple of other times, but Matt Nagy <laughs> versus Sean Payton. I know, I know. Super Bowl ring and guy who basically rebuilt all of New Orleans by himself versus while being out for a year. Well, I mean, don't put bounties on people. That's true. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Well, don't actually, be that guy. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't put the bounties. Greg Williams put the bounties. But then again, you you're know, the head you're, coach. You're the head coach. You're kind of in the room. Yeah, yeah you kind of know shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Happening. But yeah, uh, Dolphins. What is that? Their seventh straight? After losing seven straight, they won seven straight, and that's the first time ever in the same season that has ever happened. I'll be completely honest with you. Who are they playing this week? They Um, are playing. Miami is playing Tennessee. They could do eight. They could. They could easily do eight. Here's the other team Mitchell Trubisky should play for. New Orleans. It is a much better situation for him. 
much better head coach. True. He's got superb talent around him. Michael Thomas, Thomas will, will be, be back. back. Yep. And Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Yep. I, I like Trubisky going to New Orleans a lot. And they have a good defense too. A lot. Like that is a good a, line. That is a team that is screaming for a quarterback right now. They don't have a quarterback. They have a yeah, tight end really who's don't. playing quarterback. They, they, Taysom Hill isn't anything right now, okay? I think he's so shell-shocked from this year, he's lost a lot of his confidence. Yeah. And then, I think I think Trubisky could win a quarterback. Competition between the two of them. Well, Jason, Jameis Winston when he comes back. Uh, yeah, he could beat out Jameis no, Winston. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. 100%. I so. 100%. So. Um, I, I, I like Very Trubisky. Very intriguing. I like Trubisky there a lot. I really do. I think I think that's a smart move. If you know Seattle doesn't go for a, I mean Seattle, New Orleans doesn't go for a big splash. They mm-hmm. don't go for a Russell Wilson or they don't yeah. go for an Aaron Rodgers yeah. or something like that. I think Trubisky is a great two-year, you know, incentive-laden contract where you mm-hmm. can really, really, really build around this guy and see what kind of talents he truly yeah. has. The only problem is. This, New Orleans is like going to be negative against the cap next year. They've got to free up a lot and, um, of space. And Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill. He I know. loves this man. I know he does. It's it's odd, but he loves him. He <sighs> just needs to get that cloud. He needs to get out of that cloud. Yeah, he does. Of love. Alrighty, records at the doors. Uh, I ended up after that week one thirty seven, one hundred two, and one. Dave is 121, 118, and 1. He is over 500. I Michaela. did it, bitches. <laughs> Michaela is 111, 80, and 1. I still have two weeks. Yeah? You need to fall on your face these next two weeks. I still got a chance. I'm 14 games I'm, back. I'm 16 games up. Okay, you need to fall on your face. <laughs> Angela is 15 one, and 1. Here I come. 113, right. 96, and 1. Darian, 53 and 37. Darian will not be joining us on picks this week. He's at work, so unfortunately he wasn't able to get picks for Wait me. Wait a minute. I'm 16 games down, and I've picked the Bears every fucking week. That's 10 losses right there. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'd pick them with you. So Okay, so let's call it six. Yeah. I had man, I would have only had ten games to make up. I could that that's feasible. <laughs> it's very feasible. Actually, not with the way this league's been this year. Oh my god. Alrighty. Let's start up at the top. We got the Rams taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. I've got the Raven uh not the Ravens, the Rams <laughs> okay. winning this game. Um, I have the Rams winning this game. Yeah, this is a clean sweep because um the Ravens against Cooper Cup. <laughs> Their secondary <laughs> last last pass. Big Cooper Cup will league. put up two hundred yards. And then you have Odell too, and you have Sony Michelle if he continues to play the way that he has been. I just, oh my god, then, yeah. this could be ugly. This could be six hundred yards for Matt Stafford. It should be. Could be if he doesn't throw three interceptions. We'll see what happens. I mean, even with three interceptions, he might exactly. still go for six hundred. Six touchdowns, three interceptions, six hundred yards. Up next, the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Buffalo Bills. I've got the Bills winning this game. I have the Bills winning this game. All right. Angela has the Bills winning this game, and I am going to take the Bills. But my thing is, could this almost be a hiccup for the Bills? Could this almost be one of those games where they're lulled after the high of last week? Where it's they... at home. I know I it's know. at home. I know. If I'm going to say no. Yeah. Because they're not in the position where they can play fuck it ball. They haven't been in the position all season to play fuck it ball, and they still have played fuck it ball multiple times. I don't know. I think I think they're going to be on a high of beating the Patriots. I think they. Need, I don't think so. They need to win. They, they need, need this the win. Wins. And I also do not think Atlanta is good enough to go north yeah. into the cold and beat Buffalo. So I, I am taking so. Buffalo as well. So 
Up next, we have the New York Giants taking on the Chicago Bears. I've got the Bears. I have the Bears. Yeah, this is, again, all of us are on the Bears here. Um, God, man, Matt Nagy is going to just continue to win for the rest of the season, isn't he? <laughs> Hopefully. My God. Wow, I can't believe I'm complaining about this. Up next, <laughs> this game I think is going to be polarizing. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. I have Cincy winning this game. I'm going to go with Cincy at home. I cannot believe that all of us are on Cincy. Oh, fuck. We are four for four, baby. Sweep. Oh, Sweepville. Shit. I cannot believe we are all on Cincy. For I have this a game. feeling. I don't know about it. We could be five for five here. I mean, oh my God. Should I just jump off this bandwagon? Just because I have the games to make up? I don't know. Because the Chiefs' defense is good. They've been really They've well. They've been really good. And they're on this good. winning streak. And this is for number one. This is for number one. Like, if the standings are what the standings are right now, hold on. Standings in the AFC conference. This wouldn't be for number one. No, because, because they've of, got two games on them. They've got two games on them. Ooh, this is tough. And this is in Cincy? This is in Cincinnati. Yeah, it is. All right, I'm going to stay with Cincy then because I'm not going to lose any ground that way, but... That's a tough game. That's a, that's going to be a good game. Yeah. Up next, the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Without Carson Wentz, who is out on COVID, I still have Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts in this game. Yeah, I no. have the Colts. Yeah, all day. Um, I As much as I love me some Derek Carr, this is this is Philip Rivers' homecoming party with his nine kids. <laughs> It's it's Rivers, the nine kids are the line, and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And that's so it. I'm that's assuming we're sweeping Indy? Yeah. We're Indy across Indy, the board. Yeah. Oh, dang it. I think we have another sweep here, too. Jacksonville at New England. I've got the Pats. I have the Pats. It's bullshit. You said upstairs you were taking the Jags. I never said I was taking the Jags. <laughs> I'd say watch the fucking Jags win this game. I never said I'm picking the Jags. <laughs> yeah, well, we're sweeping, so watch watch well, half of these not go our way. Well, I'm taking the Pats. It's always Angela. Up next, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the New York Jets. Sweepsville and Tampa. Yeah. I have Tampa. Yeah. This one might flip-flop. The Miami Dolphins taking on the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. I've got the Dolphins. I have the Dolphins. All right, so Angel's the only one on Titans in this game. Okay. Because... So Sweepsville ends at, like, game seven. (laughs) Game eight. Uh... That's going to be a good game, though. That's going to be a great There's game. There's a few really good games on this schedule. Up next, the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Washington football team in Washington. I got Philly, obviously. I have Philly. All right. Everyone's on Philly. Damn. Let's let's hope, let's hope we stick on that. <laughs> Up next, the Denver Broncos taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. I've got L.A. winning this game. I have the Chargers, too. Angela's on the Chargers, as am I, just because the Broncos aren't showing shit. What did I just do? I just broke something. Hold on. You broke it. I'm typing in notes as we go so I don't fuck up picks next week. <laughs> up next, the Houston Texans taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I think we're on sweeps fill on San Fran. Yeah, I got San Fran. Yep, that's across the board. Up next, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Dallas Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. Cowboys. 
Angela's got Cowboys as well. Yeah, she does. Dave, you're running out of space to take up. I can't make up anything at this point. There's no way I can make it up. Carolina Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints. I got New Orleans. I have New Orleans. Uh, Angela has New Orleans. I'm going to take the fucking Panthers. Fuck it. Might as well make up a game. Or fall behind one. Whatever. I'm taking the Panthers. Alrighty. Detroit Lions taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I got the Lions. I have the Seahawks. You're the only one on that one. All right, all right. But I'm going to jump on it with you. Oh, all right. I'm going to jump on the Seahawks this way. I can at least have another game different from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, Angela. I'm not taking the Lions yeah, in this sorry. one. Angela and I on De- uh, Detroit. I'm, I'm just not confident in the fact that Seattle's going to lose two home games in a row. And plus, who knows what the weather's going to be. It snowed last week. I know they lost, but still. Can I assume we're sweeping Green Bay in, against Minnesota? Are you sure you are you sure you're picking? Yeah, you sure I'm picking Green Bay. Are you sure? I'm 100% certain I'm picking Green Bay. Kirk's going to be hurt. I don't care. I'm picking <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hurt his feelings. I don't well. care. All right. Kirk's living in your head right now. Kirk does not live in my head. You know why Kirk doesn't live in my head? Cuz he threw for fucking 57 yards against the Chicago Bears. Cuz Daniel Jones lives in your head. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all on the Packers. Yeah. Up next, the Cleveland Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night. I got the Browns. I have the Browns. So, Angela and I are both on the Steelers. All right. All righty. Well, that's what? That's three games. That's three games you can get on me, and then you need to get another 13 next week, and there's only 16 games. Guess what? A little closer. Just going to keep whatever you pick, go on the other side. Actually, it's all divisional games next week. It is all divisional games so, next week. So th- those types of games you can throw out the window. Yeah. Anybody can win at any given time. Yeah. So media suggestions for the week. I'm going to let you two do yours oh. first, and then I'm going to give my media suggestion. You go first because I have to look up. I have to look it up just all really right. quick. So um, a band a lot of people don't know I'm big into is actually Skillet. Oh, I love Skillet. Yeah. All right. I'm a big Skillet fan. I've been Bonded listening to over Skillet. Uh, so the funny thing is, is I wasn't big into their very, 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 very early stuff. When they were like this wicked pop Christian band that they were, <laughs> once they released, I'm gonna go back to the album. Legendary? I believe it. No, I believe it was um, Comatose. Comatose is a okay? great album. When they released Comatose, that's what really switched me onto them. I was into other bands. I was into Twelve Stones and Evanescence and Chevelle. Those are all technically like a little Christian bit more bands. Christian rock bands and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But Skillet had a different sound because male female dueling vocals. Oh yeah, and the in fact, the vo- uh, female vocalist is the, the drummer. drummer. There's a lot going yeah. on in this band. So Skillet is releasing a new album next year. Um, it's called Dominion. And one, two of the s- there's three singles already out. I'm going to highlight one called Standing in the Storm. Uh, that song's un- in- absolutely incredible. Um, definitely go take a listen to it. It's, it's exactly what you'd expect from Skillet with the way that their sound has been lately with... Albums like Legendary and albums like, um, what's the other one that they came out with? Victorious, I should say. Yeah, Unleashed and Victorious. When you think of those two albums, mm-hmm. if you listen to Dominion, you listen to Standing in the Storm, it's it's very, very, very similar. So, All right. Kayla? Um, I'm going to choose a song since I chose an album. Um, my song is Spirits in the Material World by The Police from their Ghost in the oh Machine album from 1981. God. The Police are my favorite band of all time. Spirits and it was- in the what? In Spirits in the material, material world. world. So it was hard to choose one song because they have Such so many just incredible songs over their entire catalog. And of course, Sting. But that is one of my go-to songs oh my whenever God, I listen to the police. That is such a, like, you know, you, you talk about artists nowadays. And I'm not trying to 
take over what you were talking about, but <laughs> like Phil Collins in Genesis, Sting in the Police, oh. like Michael Jackson in the Jackson Five, like they were able to like branch off and then still come back and mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury and Queen. Like you don't get that nowadays. No, with you really don't. I mean, yeah, you have Corey Taylor who does his thing. He does, you know, Corey Taylor and Slipknot, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not the same it, that it used to be because these, even. like you said, Phil Collins, one, Sting, they were like the entire world. They they had one their really obscure one, which you will get, you will not, right. is Dance Gavin Dance and Tillian. Okay, Tillian does his solo stuff that's a lot slower, a lot more poppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas Dance Gavin Dance has the more punky mm-hmm. and actually another, thrashy. Actually, another one is Till Lindman and um, Rammstein, lead singer from Rammstein, yeah. has his own side project yeah. called Till, Till Lindman, which is his his name. Mm-hmm. So, um, But that's awesome. That is such a good pick. That's older than me. <laughs> My media suggestion has not been released yet. Ooh. What? Then we can't listen to it. It's being released Monday. Come on. And it's called Doink Talk. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay. Wow. Coming out Monday... The first Monday of 2022, Double Doink Network will be presenting the brand new show, Doink Talk, which is going to be us three assholes, or doinks, if you will, talking about all things media. And we're going to be starting off next week with our top 10 albums of 2021. I'm not like you two. I don't have 12. I don't have 12. Cheeky little plug. Well, I have 11. I have 12. I have 12. I cheated. I couldn't knock it out. I'm not doing any honorable mentions. I'm doing top 10. I couldn't knock it out. I couldn't knock it out. But one's getting replaced. Fine, I will. I will try so hard. It's going to hurt. It's going to rip fucking parts out of my soul (laughs) to to pull fucking things out. Uh, we, We said 10. I found 10. I, I found to put them in order, and God. then I removed one, and I'm on ten. I am. Specifically I've had probably on 10. fifteen, and I've already pulled three out. Well, you got two more to go, buddy. <sighs> well, anyway, that'll be on Monday. Of course, we will be back on Tuesday for Doinked, bringing back uh, week seventeen, going over week eighteen, and then kind of giving our late season predictions. Yes, who's gonna win the? Uh, End of season awards. Yeah. Well, we already have the uh, our picks, but let's yeah. look at the actual. We'll look stats. at the actual stats. Yeah, we'll bring some stat done. lines into next weekend. Now the real question is, who's joining us for the playoffs? Because yeah, we're right st- now we're down. We still got what? Got we've got myself. Five, we got, got six. You said you had somebody, right? Yep. So I got, can probably grab a couple. Okay, I can probably got, get Meredith in on it. We got six, so seven. So we need three more. Three more people. Just reach out to us. Yeah. We come on. Come on. And, and it's we a will, free. It's a free chance. And a double doink sweatshirt. And plus which, you can see so you're you know, better than us. There's only three people who have these things at there's the moment. There's actually six. You, why are you ruining my plug? <laughs> well, my parents hey, and my fiance have one. Oh, okay. So okay. nobody well, else. it's not outside okay. the family. Oh, yeah. not outside okay. the family. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. So then you'd be, you'd be in an exclusive join, group of people. You join really the would. doink family. Yes. And they're really soft. Honestly. I know. They're comfortable. I fall asleep in mine all the time. Like, I just wake up and I'm like, I'm still wearing my hooded sweatshirt. And you know what's funny? They're so comfortable you can fall asleep to it. Apparently our podcast is so good it can fall asleep to it because my fiance has said she's falling asleep to the show. So I don't know how to take that. Thanks, Meredith. Wow, Meredith. We love it. That's a shot. Actually, Lexi says she uses ours when she wants to fall asleep too. All right. So, I guess our voices are just soothing. that soothing. Yeah, you know what? We'll take it that my way. my baritone was so good. I know, right? Yeah, great. Do some ASMR, you know. 
Oh, well, we've been chatting on for so long. Let's uh let's take it home, Dave. Well, once again, want to thank everybody for tuning in to uh, Doink this week. Uh as you know, your feedback is always welcome. You can reach out to any of us on our personal social medias. Josh will have them all linked in the description mm-hmm. because spelling them out every week sucks. Yeah, let's yeah, we'll just call them out. It's it, Darlauf and Doink 508. Mickey with two Ys underscore 16. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the J Alt. Yes. Obviously, they're all in the description. Yep. And then you can find the podcast at the Double Link Network. Mm-hmm. Don't ever hesitate. Send us direct messages. We do respond to them. Uh, we're a little bit a- more active now on social media. I think we're going to be a little bit more active since I'm personally pulling away from my social media and I'm going to concentrate more on the Double Link Network itself. Um, but you can still reach me on mine. Um, you can find this podcast on all streaming services Apple. Podbean, Spotify, Pod Pluto, Pod Pluto. Anywhere. We're still waiting for someone to create it. It's Pod Saturn. I don't care. Just name it after a planet. I'll just be happy. Um, Pod Uranus. Pod Uranus. Okay, I knew that one was coming. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. Wow. You got your six nine jokes. I got my Uranus jokes. Okay, hey, right, six nine right. keeps popping up everywhere. Hey, though. And listen, we can't help it. Hey, it's not it's our fault. It's out in the universe. Us. But ah, Angela had ninety six, so it was really close. Oh, I just flipped that backwards. Damn it. So, this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.